You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast. We're your hosts, Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman. Welcome back to the show. We drop new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday, so make sure you're subscribed to keep up with the goodness. And if you are digging the show, leaving a review helps us out so, so, so much. Okay, now, let me read your business diary for a minute. Dear diary, I'm so confused. I'm really struggling with social media marketing right now. I just can't figure out if I should combine my business page with my personal page. I'm always so torn with what to share where. I had a fun day today. We went to the beach. But should I post a beach picture on my personal Instagram or my business Instagram? Ugh, life is so hard. I just wish I could figure it out. Well, maybe tomorrow. Good night. Love, Evie. Okay, I know that was like very, very dramatized, but I mean, can you blame a past theater kid? Anyways, you get the point though. A lot of entrepreneurs struggle with this. In fact, it's a pretty frequent question for Lindsay and I. So today we are breaking down and answering the question once and for all, should you have one Instagram account that encompasses personal and business or should you separate them? Well, keep on listening to find out. You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast with Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman, two photographers turned entrepreneurs and founders of the Heart University. If you're a creative entrepreneur or a motivated dreamer wanting to make the most of your life, this podcast is for you. Each week, Evie and Lindsay bring you actionable tools to uplevel your business and life. So if you're ready to step up to the plate and pursue your God-given potential, you're in the right place. You're ready to live your life and run your business to its fullest? Then buckle up, because here are your hosts, Evie and Lindsay. Hey, hey, friend. Welcome back to the Heart and Hustle podcast. We are excited you're here. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. We are so excited about this topic. It's a topic that Evie and I get asked a lot in one-on-one coaching calls um, or at our workshop. Uh, It's just a buzzy topic, I think, in the Instagram space. It is the age-old question of, should I have one Instagram account or two? I.e., should I have a personal Instagram and a business account or Should I have like just one that hosts all of it, that hosts my personality and my personal stuff, but then also hosts what I sell and what I do and how I serve the world? Um, So that's kind of the question that we're going to dive in today. And I will say before we dive into what we do and why we do it and all of that, I think there's not technically one right or wrong answer to this question. I think- yeah. We know we've seen success or we've seen people have success doing it both ways. And I don't think- you know, it, there are options and there are ways to do it both ways. And I think we're going to dive into that as well. Um, and then the other thing I will say before we start to dive in is there's a question that also kind of goes along with this, but can kind of get confused. And people sometimes think that we're talking about it when we do talk about this topic is personal versus business as far as like the account type on Instagram. And we're just, mm-hmm. we're not going to talk about that per se on this episode. So I'm not talking about like when you go, you're, you have an Instagram account and you turn it to business. Not talking about that. We're talking about like physically having two separate accounts, one that's Mm -hmm. indicated for personal stuff and one that's indicated for business. So that's really where we're going to head in today's show. So Evie, do you want to kick it off with kind of what we do and, and why we do it? 
Heck yeah. Okay, so I'm going to talk to you about our method. And I want to explain, just basically reiterating what Lindsay said. This is what we do. This is what we love. This is what we've seen a lot of success with, what we believe in, and what we see a lot of business owners turning to and doing in today's day and age of marketing that we just firmly believe in and we really, really love for many reasons. But again, there isn't, in my opinion, in Lindsay's opinion, a strong black and white between this method works and this method absolutely does not. Um, And we'll even talk about like later the opposite of what we do. Yes. Yeah. And, and both methods can work and we just personally really love this one. We teach this, we believe in this. So we're going to talk to you about our method of Instagram and marketing with it, which is basically bottom line. Let me just throw it on out there. Create one Instagram account. So infuse your personal life and your personality into your business. So your product or your service that you're offering. And the reality is you want your goal to be to not just build a business, like a stoic, cold, hard, corporate, you know, storefront, but you also want to infuse a personality and a human connection into your business that creates longevity and pivotability. <laughs> I don't even know if that's a word, but I'm going to roll with it. It is. We can um, go with it. <laughs> we're just going to pretend. If it's not, uh, Dib's on coining that. I'm just kidding. But you want to create something that in the future you may want to pivot your interests, your passions, your skills, your audience base, your customer base may shift in the future and you want to pivot with that. But if you've just set up this corporate stoic storefront, people aren't going to want to pivot with you because they have no personal connection to what you're offering. Whereas if you build a customer base, a loyal brand enthusiast base under the umbrella of a personal brand, you have that potential, that opportunity, that ability to add more income in the future, more more income streams, more diversity to scale, to pivot, to continue to stretch out your brand because it's connected to you Mm -hmm. and not just a, a corporate storefront. So build a brand where people are following you for you and not just the the content that you create or the service that you offer or the products that you're providing. You want to be creating a connection with your people as well as a business. So you want to be focusing on the two of those. And honestly, it's because we as human beings, we are the connecting factor. Like people don't connect to a product, like a physical item. I mean, they might, but not as easily, obviously, as a connection to a human being. And yeah. I guess in practical in practicality, how this operated in me and Evie's lives and businesses is when we started as photographers, we what do we mean by having one account and having a personal brand is not just showing up and only shooting or only posting wedding photos and only storying wedding photos, having a personal brand and really having all of it under one, like Evie's saying, means posting photos of yourself. It means showing up on your Instagram feed and talking because then people have that opportunity to connect and fall in love with you as a human being, not Mm -hmm. your work. Like your work is the cherry on top. And again, like, like Evie said, your product is this cherry on top or whatever, but they're connected and they love following you for you. Mm -hmm. And when you do that, 
you get to make people fall in love with you as a person before they Evie, ever, Evie, before they ever need your service. And yeah. I know Evie's gotten this before. I get this all the time. I get DMs from people that are like in high school and from girls that are like, I'm not even dating anybody yet, but the second I do, like, or but the second I get engaged, you sure as heck are shooting my wedding. I don't care how much mm-hmm. money you are at the time. And that's yeah. because we've built a personal brand that's not just showing a business portfolio page that's just like, here's our wedding work. And again, that's infusing, you know, our personality, which is the personal half of this. Um, Mm -hmm. But basically it's making your personal or making your account more personal. It builds a brand that then creates future clients because you're, you're having it all under the umbrella of people are loving you for you. Yeah. Because you want people to come to your community that you're building. Like that's the goal is to build a community of people who you know, connect and relate and and engage before, during, in spite of, or after them ever needing your product or your service. Yeah. Like you want to create a a space where people are invited and drawn before you're ever, 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 ever trying to sell to them or before they're ever interested in buying. And that is going to be one of the most powerful marketing tools that you can harness. So that's why we personally believe so strongly in creating a joint account where you share your personal life and your your work. And I kind of want to like touch on to what you said, Linz, too, of, you know, us as wedding photographers specifically and how we started and we shared more than just our wedding work or or photography work. And I think the reality is specifically for service-based business owners, you have to realize that you are inviting or being invited into somebody's life in, in one capacity or another, whether you offer some sort of, you know, education or, you know, a fitness coach or a photographer or videographer or, you know, a wedding planner. I don't care what type of service you offer. People are opening their lives for you to be invited in. And usually people are are more hesitant to invite in a stranger. Mm-hmm. And that's why Lindsay and I like, you know, love those DMs of people who are like, I, you know, have been following you forever. I'm finally engaged. Like, I'm so excited. I want to work with you. They're, they feel like they're inviting a friend into their life. And that should be your goal of creating that connection, especially as you know a service-based business or even a product-based. I can talk more about that later. But wanting to build that connection and that trust because people buy from people that they know, like, and trust. And so you're trying yep. to cultivate that on your social media. Well, and I want to bring up another example. Again, I'll just use the wedding photography example since we are wedding photographers and we started as that. Um, if you, if we only from the beginning started just showing or just sharing our photography work and especially like where we're located, right? Like it would only give people a reason to follow us unless our work was like so, so good, which you could argue that it is or isn't, whatever. I mean, sure. People say like, it's good, whatever. Um, <laughs> but like you're only, if you're only posting work in, in like, like, Evie, you live in California. If you were only posting California work, the only reason people would have to follow you is if they needed a wedding photographer in SoCal, right? Like, yeah. if you weren't showing up personal, like, if you weren't giving anybody another reason to follow you for, like, humor or your lifestyle or they just like you or you're funny or whatever, um, or you're serving them with inspiration and value, whatever, like, they would only be able to be interested in following you if you served their needs, which 
Like if people are engaged, that's a very small time point, which with to like Mm -hmm. follow somebody. Whereas if you're building a brand and people are following you that aren't necessarily engaged brides, like they're anybody when you're doing that and you're still offering the service like wedding photography that you're serving, then you could have a mom of 50 following you because she really just thinks you're a lovely gal. And, and maybe, maybe her daughter just got engaged or her stepdaughter or her sister's daughter or like whoever, like it expands. It's not just necessarily the person that's following you that needs that service. It's like, you're growing your, your platform around you and people are invited in Mm -hmm. no matter who they are. And then when, when anybody in their life may need your service, they can be like, oh, hey, I follow this girl on Instagram. You should check her out. So it's almost Mm -hmm. like organic marketing in that sense where it's people are just sharing you organically because you're awesome, not because your photos are rad, even though they could be rad too. It's called creating brand enthusiasts who are going to promote and scream your work from the rooftops to everyone they know, whether or not they've ever actually needed or purchased your service or your product um, because they are so in love with your mission and your heart and the the humanity behind your brand. So that, amen, Linz, amen. Maps. <laughs> I love it. Oh, it, found, it, felt, it sounded like ASR. What is that? ASMR for a second? AS, a, ASMR. Does anybody, <laughs> does anyone have a moment right here with my, okay, I'll stop. <laughs> okay, well, we, I also want to clarify that we're really not, trying to talk about personal branding in today's episode. Obviously, these two go hand in hand because that you know, we're teaching you to personalize right. your social media, which is a I will say you can't have two or you sorry, you can't have one without person like you have to do personal branding, right. otherwise it won't yeah. work. Yeah. Well, so yes, we are talking about it, but also we're not focusing on it. We're right. not trying to teach you how to create a personal brand or how to market your personal brand. We're just talking about the importance of it specifically on social media. So if you want to hear us talk a little bit more about personal branding, go listen to episode number four um, to hear a little bit more specifically about that. And that's the the meat and potatoes of how to cultivate those personal relationships and the connections, how to create those brand enthusiasts, those brand advocates. Um, but the core principle of everything here that we're talking about, personal branding, social media marketing, personal you know, connection, is connection is key. And people are driven by connection today. And so harnessing that in your social media marketing, your social media presence is game changer. I have a question for you. Okay. Do you create so much content you often feel stuck uh-huh. Between blog posts, Instagram captions, free recreation, email campaigns, there is so much writing, right? Freaking yes. I've definitely been there, and I know how frustrating it can be to feel like you have nothing to talk about. So if you're consistently staring at a blank screen and blinking cursor, we wanted to give you an entirely free guide we just created for you. Guys, our content creation guide is pages of content ideas that you can use to write meaningful captions, blog posts, and more that connect with your ideal audience and create that value and trust that's so vital in order to sell successfully. You can use our ideas directly. There are dozens of them that you can immediately pull from, or you can use them to trigger new ideas for your content creation process. This freebie is so jam-packed that Lindsay and I even go back and reference it when we feel stuck. It that good, fam. If you're sick of not posting or creating any content because your brain feels empty every time you step up to the plate, 
um, the keyboard, then we got you. Bye-bye, writer's block. Hello, value-filled content. Go to www.theheartuniversity.com slash content or click the link in the show notes. Now go kick some butt and create some content. Hey, Heart fam. We had to interrupt this episode real quick to share with you something that's revolutionized our workflow. Everyone always asks Evie and I what the number one investment is that we've made in our businesses. Without a doubt, the best investment we've ever made to get our life and time back is HoneyBook, a client relations management software. We both use HoneyBook every single day and legit could not live without it. It's an all-in-one project management tool that's designed specifically for creative entrepreneurs. I honestly don't know what I would do without HoneyBook. It streamlines everything. Email conversations, client workflow, contracts, invoicing, calendar integration. HoneyBook literally coordinates everything for my business. They thought of everything that a creative entrepreneur could need and combined it all in one place. From templates, brand customization, an app so that you can send invoices while you're on the go, all the way to the little ka-ching sound your phone makes every time you get paid, aka my favorite part, (laughs) HoneyBook gives you the ability to streamline an excellent client experience from your fingertips so you no longer have to spend 24-7 working in your business and you can finally get back to living your life instead. Guys, we know you're going to love HoneyBook just as much as we do. In addition to a free seven-day trial, we have an exclusive offer just for our podcast listeners. 50% off your first year of HoneyBook. Guys, that's a $200 value. All you have to do is go to share.honeybook.com slash heart and claim your discount. That's share.honeybook.com slash heart. Or you can check out the link in our show notes. Well, because basically when you let your personality shine in your business, it's it's not going to be professional. Or Sorry, it's not going to be unprofessional is what I mean to say. And I think that's <laughs> a big question that comes along with this topic is, okay, if I if I have my personality and I let that come into my business under one Instagram account, people automatically think that that's going to turn away potential customers because, oh, you're, you might be cussing or maybe you're, you're sharing like a bikini shot because that's what you would do on your personal account. But that's like, oh, maybe that would turn away people. But the thing is, I tell this to people all the time. Professional to me means like answering questions that you get asked like in a timely manner. It's doing what you say you're going to do. It's showing up on time. It's answering questions before you get asked them. It's being a good servant and a good leader and a good business owner. Like that's professionality. I think you can have professionality and be professional while also like dancing around in your underwear if that's your brand. (laughs) Like, Like I think- Especially, and this might have not been true maybe before the internet was invented. It d- definitely wasn't true before the internet it was invented. I think it was a little bit more corporate as far as businesses. But I think the internet has like completely changed the game as far as yeah. businesses Marketing. being able to like talk in a little bit more slang or or use a funny, funny gif or something that's like, it's reminding people that you're human. And again, like Evie yeah. just said, connection is key. And so showing up and being professional in how you go about business, but then being you in what you say and how you say it, because that's, that's like where your personality shines and where people are going to actually create the most connection to you. Yeah. And I think, I, I think Lindsay, even while you were talking, I just had this thought of there's there, we need to get rid of the term and our understanding and the definition of the term professional, because I think that is such an old school mindset that especially with online marketing and digital sales and all of that, we need to just scrap that, throw it in the waste paper basket. Yeah. And I think professional as a business needs to be redefined by excellence. 
Like you need to be doing Mm. excellent work and doing things with purpose and, you know, having a desire to strive for excellence rather than quote unquote professionalism. Oh, I love that. Because I think- I think that's what trips us up. Why, thank you. I think that's what trips us up as business owners is this old school mentality that's like a cage around us, especially in today's market of professionalism. And if we can get rid of that and replace it with striving and seeking excellence in what we do, I think that's going to free us up a lot as business owners. I love that. I'm using that for all future coaching calls. Thank you so much. Just credit me, hashtag copyright. I'm just right. But like, um, that's, I love <laughs> replacing the word professional with excellence because it, it does yeah. free you up so much. That's amazing. Yes. Okay, yeah. well, now that we've talked about what we do and why we do it, um, I want to talk about kind of why typically, again, we're going to caveat this at the end of the episode, but why typically two separate accounts doesn't work, at least in our opinion. So, Or least, isn't our favorite yeah, method. Yeah, right, right. So here's what happens when you have two separate Instagrams, which is one for personal, where you just like post like whatever random bad lighting photo, day in the life. Here's my kids. Photo that you would post on Facebook. So you have one and then you have the second one, which is for your business and it's solely for like what you sell, right? When you do that, you segregate, you automatically typically segregate even without thinking about it. You segregate your personality and interests of personal life to your personal page and then you segregate everything that you sell and your promotion and your offers to your business page, right? And when you're just selling on your business, typically there's there's no value given because you're just offering your product or your service on that page and you're not thinking about marketing a personality or a personal brand because you already have a personal account. So you're not intertwining those. Um, and so typically no one wants to follow just a pure business account that's just selling to them. Like people don't want to get hammered with promotions and ads all day long. They want human connection. They want humor. They want stories, right? And so not always, but almost typically when you separate them, your brain just automatically goes, oh, okay, my, all the fun stuff goes on my personal account and all the boring business stuff goes on my business account. And that's not at all, that's not going to help your business at all. <laughs> yeah. And because your mindset is, is going, okay, I want to create connection with my friends and family over here on my personal. So you're focusing on connection over there and, you know, vulnerability and, you know, life and, and, all of that on one section. And then on the other page, you're focusing on sales and literally just what Lindsay said, you want to be creating connection on your business. You want to be creating that that behind the scenes community, welcome to your home away from home on the internet. Like that should be your goal. And so when you have two, usually it's very difficult to get your brain to really click into also creating connection on your business page because usually your first thought is, oh, this is part of my life, part of my family, part of my day. And you immediately go to family and friends, your personal page where you want to share that. Um, so it can it can create a, a dilemma or a time waster, a time suck where you're constantly having to juggle where does this go? Where does this belong? Um, that can really trip up a lot of entrepreneurs, especially if you're in the beginning stages of your business within the first, like I would say the first year or two, if you're having two separate pages that can really cause uh, a lot of roadblocks in your way. Whereas if you just combine them, you're able to create naturally that that personal brand and that connection without having to juggle multiple balls at once. Because like we said at the beginning of the episode, 
there have been, there are people out there that are absolutely successful and have found so much, so much success with having two separate accounts. So we kind of wanted to talk about the different, the different people that stand out to us that are, obviously there's a myriad of other people that are doing this, but this is a really great example. One is Abby Hearn, and we've actually had her on this podcast. She is episode number nine. So if you haven't listened to her episode, she's amazing. She's an elopement photographer that travels all around and shoots in Yoab. 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 <laughs> Yoab. I was going to say Yosemite and Moab. Anyways, that's a new word. Abby's a good friend of ours, and she is just the queen of this. We love her. The queen of Yoab. Anyways. <laughs> She is a really great example of somebody who has two separate accounts and does it really, really well. So she has her, her wedding or her, her elopement photography account called at the Hearns. And on that account, like on the feed at least, she just shows mainly wedding photos and they're freaking good, which is probably why people just like follow her a lot. Um, and her and Cal and her husband because yes. they're a husband and wife team. Right. And they story themselves. They story their adventures. Um, so we're going to get into that on um, why that's good. But then she also has her personal account, which is at Abby Hearn. And on that one, she shares her adventurous lifestyle. They live on the road half the year. They live in Moab. They go rock climbing. They go skydiving. So they're showing that type of stuff on her personal account. Um, and it's, it's her adventures. It, it, what's, she makes like a a community even on that account that makes people want to follow along with her adventures. And Mm -hmm. I know she first built up her personal and had quite a bit of a following on that before she even started the Hearns. Um, Mm -hmm. but I think, and I honestly think that that's a huge reason of why it was successful is because she shared her adventurous lifestyle and she was so focused on, the personal aspect, but then also infusing that with really good imagery and inviting people in. And then I think before she had the separate, like before they started the Hearns, she had a little bit of wedding photography on there as well. But then right when she kind of rebranded and really focused on having the husband and wife team as far as the Hearns, that's when she switched over and created the business. And I will say, even though she has it separate, she does a really, really phenomenal job of still showing up like on stories and including even captions on her business account on the Hearns that are personal, that she talks Mm -hmm. about just like personal life, her personal travels. She talks about her family and she still uses an aspect of storytelling even on her business account. So she still tries to infuse personal stuff on the business um, because story is king. Like story needs to lead no matter what you're doing because people are, again, connecting with stories and connecting with personal aspects of life. Um, And she's creating connection on both accounts, but then especially on her business account. And most of the audiences cross over to both accounts because she's the glue holding them together. And I will say, Mm -hmm. when you when you do create a, if you do go in the route of having two separate accounts, I will say, make sure that even on your business account, like we said, it's almost like we always keep our personal to our personal and then business is just marketing. But we obviously recommend keeping your business account and almost like fooling yourself to thinking that it's just a more aesthetic version of a personal account. Because then Mm -hmm. in your mind, you're still sharing personal stories and you're still showing up similarly to how you would on a personal account. So she does it really, really, really well. So if you haven't checked her out, go make sure to follow her and you can see what I'm talking about. Yeah. Abby's just a queen of showing how she manages both and we love her for that. Yeah. And then for our entrepreneurs out there who are looking to scale or diversify with products, with services, with companies, that's something else that we wanted to talk about because that's a 
prime situation where you would want to create a second or a third or multiple uh, social media accounts because you're marketing to different audiences. But a prime example of this is Amber Filler Up. If you don't follow her, she is one of our favorite accounts on Instagram. She's just the sweetest and we love her. Um, so her personal account and brand is at Amber Filler Up on Instagram. And that's where she started. She started as a blogger. Her blog name was Barefoot Blonde. And then she created a product with hair extensions because a lot of her blog was not only lifestyle, but also like hair tutorials. And she has beautiful hair and knows how to do it really well. And, and braids that are yes. gorgeous. Yes. So she started, uh, a, created a product for hair extensions and called it Barefoot Blonde Hair, which I believe is at Barefoot uh, BFB Hair now. I think they just changed it. Um, so at BFB Hair. And when she started that, she essentially created a new account, but it was still very much Amber as the center of it. You know, she goes on and shows tutorials still and, you know, all of that. But she created a separate account because it was a whole new, like, market that she was reaching that was different than just her personal. And now she's also created a hair care line. So her first products that she released have been like shampoos and conditioners. They are magical, by the way. Literally not sponsored whatsoever to say this. I wish. But, um, I'm obsessed with her shampoo. It's called Day. I just, I just actually started using it. I will <gasps> say. You love it? I, I literally showered with it last night and I like have such soft hair. It's this is not an ad. but magical. <laughs> and it's like super healthy, super good for My you. My favorite it's, is that ugh. it smells like heaven. It literally does. It okay. smells so good. Anyways, let's We're get We're just raving about it. <laughs> but she also created this shampoo and conditioner line and created a whole new like company, including a social media um, at Day Hair. And that's a whole new company as well. But yet, if you look at all of these different companies, all of these different businesses, her personal account, which is also a whole company of her own, a whole business, it's all still very personal, very connection-based, even though you know she may not be showing up every single day on Day Hair or Barefoot Blonde. She's still focusing on connecting. And as she's continued to scale and diversify her companies, her products, her services, they all still revolve around her. They have her personality in it. They have her touch. Her expertise is infused into each account and each company. They all kind of are centrally rooted in Amber Filler Up's like personal page. And she focuses on her business page, her her hair care, her hair extensions, even more on the consumer and the customer and, and creating even more connection with them and through them. So we just wanted to show that as another perfect prime example of diversifying your social media accounts and marketing on multiple accounts while still creating connection and infusing a personality and a vibe and and human humanness <laughs> I was going to be humanity. like humanity <laughs> humanness I don't know humanity You're, into you go, humanness <laughs> <laughs> Oh I nailed it I got I got good English today um so just keep that in mind as you as you grow and scale your business if you plan to create new products or services that's when you might want to really think about and plan to create new Instagram pages, but still focus on connection with your customers. Like that's the bottom line is that connection. So, and also that also goes into niching. This isn't on my notes whatsoever, but 
paying attention to Amber is not trying to be the perfect like mommy blogger, like lifestyle, you know, influencer on Amber Filler Up and selling hair extensions on her page and selling hair care on her page. She's very strategically focusing each company to target market yeah. and be very specific who she's focusing on and who needs it. And their marketing strategies are probably different for each one. And so paying attention to that, when do I need to niche? When do I need to diversify? Those are all just things to keep in mind. But the bottom line of all of them is focus on connection and focus on like Amber built a personal brand that allowed her to pivot to hair care and hair extensions. And it's all connected to her, but she could pivot and people would follow her to the ends of the earth because she's amazing. Well, and that's what happened. She built Amber Filler up like her account first. She started with that, which is ultimately kind of honestly goes back to what we just said, which is start with one, start with you. You are your brand. Start with your personal brand and fuse your business into it. And as you grow that, if you do develop more companies, then absolutely Mm -hmm. create another Instagram, like do that. And especially if it's a different type of market, like Evie just said. Um, Yeah. But I just wanted to, well, I mean, she's a great example of that. I feel like even Abby is a prime example of that because Abby was just genuinely sharing her travels and, and hiking and exploring and road life and van life and all this stuff. And then when she and Callan created a wedding photography joint, you know, business together as a husband and wife team, that's when they created this whole new, the Hearns as their new business, which was, you know, her just sharing her life and, and adventures on Abby's page and then creating a whole new page for their products that was slightly different and a slightly different market than her personal page. So yeah, yeah, I feel like it all just ties together. (laughs) Yeah. No. Well, so bottom line, like over overview of what we just kind of talked about in this episode is have one. It's simpler. Start with one at least. Um, But I will say the caveat is you can have two. (laughs) That that sounded like, but have two and do it intentionally. You can have two and have success with it if you do it very intentionally. And honestly, even the both examples that we gave started with one and then eventually had two. So take that with what you want. Um, but if you have <laughs> if you have two, our advice is still to treat your quote unquote business account or your corporate account or whatever you want to call it, the selling account, I guess, still treat it like a more curated professional, like not professional, but like beautiful personal account. Still show up, mm-hmm. still do stories, still infuse your personality, still write with slang, like still infuse all of that into the captions and into the, just the entire vibe. Don't make it this corporate, just professional, like corporate. I said that twice, but like, don't create <laughs> just like this distant removed robot company. Make sure to still infuse value and life and human connection into it. Um, So if you want Mm -hmm. both, you can absolutely do it. But our overall recommendation is to start with one. It doesn't put your mind in a billion different directions. It just really hones you down to one so that you can really focus on trying to build and grow one. Um, Mm -hmm. So in general, work smarter, not harder, i.e. having more accounts than you can handle. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So just an encouragement. It also allows you to pivot in the future and and have a solid base of people, those brand enthusiasts who are there and are a community who love you, love each other, 
they're just there for whatever you offer. Just the same way Amber's, you know, audience has has pivoted with her through each company she's created. They because she's created such an amazing community around her personal life and her personal page. So those are just some thoughts for you. Lindsay and I always encourage one, but also it's not the only way to do it but that's just what we believe in and that's what we love. So if this episode was helpful for you, if you learned something, if it cleared stuff up for you, please screenshot, share on Instagram, tag us. We love seeing you guys listening to these episodes, love seeing the takeaways, the thoughts, the notes. Um, Our Instagram handles are at the Heart University. That's the podcast page, our education page at Mrs. Lindsay Roman for Linz and at Evie Rupp for me. So we would love to see you sharing this episode. And in the meantime, go crush it and have a great week.